0: This is the Jerry Callahan Show. Great news! Great news! Boston University, the place that produced uh, AOC, is working on uh, producing another deadly virus. They, <laughs> their researchers, are working on a strain of COVID that's eighty percent more deadly than the current strain. And uh, I guess I'll join the chorus in asking, why the hell are they doing this? I'm. I'm sitting here about two miles away from that lab, so I have a vested interest here in knowing what the hell they're doing at BU. They're taking our uh, our tax money and creating a new deadly. Well, why do people? Why are they doing this? What? Why is it just to justify their existence? Uh, we will uh, give you the latest on that. Play one of. The... We have a news report where they try to explain why these people are creating creating a new deadly virus after we're just now recovering from the last one. Just these people are insane. We got Stephen A. He explains why Tom Brady never gets criticized. You'll never guess why Stephen A. thinks there's a double standard for Tom Brady. Um, there's a protest, a wave of protest across England where a young Brats, spoil little punks, go into stores and dump out milk because, you know, dairy is evil. Big dairy, cow farts are creating uh, climate change. You know what else climate change is creating? Fat women. Not men. Not men. You're okay, Ironhead. Fat women. And we have the biggest a-hole in Hollywood. Or oh, I should say in entertainment. We got, we got proof. That one of these late night comedians, and I use that with uh, quotation fingers, uh, is a real bad person. We'll we'll tell you how he treats little people, how he treats waiters and waitresses. Um, You're just going to have to wait find out which which late night comedian it is. And uh, the Daryl Brooks trial, the trial out there in Waukesha of the scumbag who killed... uh, Killed an eight-year-old child, killed uh, five other people, injured dozens. Not going well for Daryl Brooks, but uh, I guess you'll you'll never see better proof of the old adage of a a a, uh, a defendant who defends himself as hiring a fool for a lawyer. He's not just hiring a fool; he's hiring a complete lunatic. I'm not sure why this is e- even allowed, but it's out of control. That's, uh, that's the, the bad news. The good news is any minute now, he will be convicted of many, many murders and he'll never see a day. I mean, he should be executed, but uh, I guess he'll, he'll uh, spend the rest of his crazy life in prison. We will uh, talk about that and lots more today's Callahan Show brought to you by Bastion Benz. Uh, We're excited to introduce our newest sponsor, Bastion Bolt Action Pens. If you're the type of person who prefers good old fashioned pen and paper to digital note taking, you want a pen that performs. That's why I'm thrilled to have Bastion Pens as a sponsor because they're designed in the USA to last a lifetime. The Bastion Executive Bolt Action Pen combines the highest quality materials and modern design with fine tuned craftsmanship to create a winning instrument that is as luxurious as it is practical. They have several material options to choose from, including carbon fiber, stainless steel, aluminum, and titanium. No matter which material you go with, the pens are strong enough to break through glass or be used as a self-defense instrument in case of an emergency. Seriously. Uh, The bolt action mechanism is extremely satisfying. It's even fun to fidget with, to play with, just click with. Well, to help brighten your legacy, Bastion Pens has a special offer for listeners of The Callahan Show. Use promo code Jerry at checkout and get 20% off your entire order. That's promo code Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, for 20% off. Just go to bastionboltactionpen.com or click the link in our social media bio. All right, Ironhead. I think you know what I. I'm not in a great mood today. All right, I, 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 can't, I don't like when it gets dark before six o'clock at night, and it's getting cold. Uh, the, there's a cold front coming our way, and pretty soon it'll be snowing. It'll be dark. It'll be depressing. I don't know why. let it get to me. I I don't like when uh, fall when fall turns to winter. But you know what? You can do to cheer me up. Let's listen to the reaction. In Philadelphia, when um, the First lady, Dr. Jill, the world's worst elder abuser, she is more than anyone else responsible for the disaster we have in the white. well, 81 million fools that voted for Joe Biden. but we also have this woman who forced her um, cognitively uh, declining husband to run for president, she is a power drunk woman. And uh, she's living a life of delusion. She thinks, like he does, that uh, somehow he is uh, not uh, despised by most of the country at this point. She doesn't care. I mean, do you think she looks at her 401K? Do you think she looks, do you think she is worried about crime in her neighborhood? Of course not. They don't, they, her, her home in Rehoboth Beach, uh, Delaware is not overrun with violent crime. So she's not concerned. Plus, you know, the, the inflation reduction act, all they do when you talk to people about the um, current uh, administration is talk about money that they've spent money, they've pissed away over uh, almost $4 trillion they've spent in a year and a half causing inflation, causing a recession. And somehow they think that that's not the, that's not unpopular with the American public Well, she got reminded of it yesterday. Was this at, was this before the game that she took the field? She had some human shields there, some, I don't know who they are, but some other people, I'm sure she was talking about some way they're going to spend, you know, billions and billions more to, you know, to help working people. It's all one big lie. We can get to this great front page of the New York Post today, pointing out that the average American has lost $34,000 since Joe Biden took office. And I asked this question on Twitter, and I I reiterate, how can somebody who lost $34,000 in the last year and a half because of the policies of this disastrous, how can that person walk in a voting booth three weeks from today, 21 days, we get to decide the direction of this country, how could you ever walk in the voting booth? I don't care if you're in Massachusetts or, or New York or California, and vote to continue the policies that have decimated your savings. And I had uh, I had a lot of reaction to this tweet, and some of them were like, Oh, it has no, they, they, You know, the policies have nothing to do with the stock market. We know that's not true. Uh, we they have nothing to do with inflation. We know that's not true, and. Some young people said, hey, it'll bounce back. The market fluctuates. Just don't worry about it. Don't look at your statements. And then there's people who are, you know, 65, 68, 70 years old, planning to retire and watching their nest egg go up in flames. What about them? Are they supposed to wait, wait for the market to fluctuate? I feel awful for those people. They worked hard their whole lives, and they watched this out-of-control socialist administration piss away trillions, causing inflation, causing a recession and their whole plan, their plan for their, their retirement has to change. They have to keep working. They have to cancel that, uh, that trip. They have to cancel that plan, maybe to, to move somewhere, you know, somewhere warm in the wintertime. They look at their, 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 their 401k or their, their retirement account. And they say, we can't do it. We can't do it. Are these people happy about that? Oh, I'm sorry. We've taken great strides to stop climate change. Oh, I forgot, right? We've spent we've spent trillions on equity and inclusion. I don't understand. I'm going to say this every day for three weeks, so just get ready. I don't understand how anybody, anybody could go into the voting booth and vote to continue these policies. It blows my mind that people will do that, even I, even in deep blue states. Don't you see a mistake when you don't, you know, a mistake when you see it, we made a mistake. 81 people made a mistake. I'm sure most of them have regrets. Well, now you can rectify that. You can fix that. You can vote the bums out. You can make Joe Biden a lame duck. You can, you can emasculate him if if you vote a Republican and we take the house and we take the Senate, we can stop this madness we can we, we, we can put the brakes on this insane spending spree, which is causing great pain to everybody. We can maybe, who knows, maybe close the southern border. Maybe we can do something about crime. Maybe we can do something about fentanyl. If you vote for these people, if you vote for, you name it, uh, you know, Kathy Hochul, if you vote for uh, you know Tim Ryan or Raphael Warnock or, you know, uh, 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 Katie Hobbs, you're voting to continue the disaster that, that has been these last, uh, 20 months. I, I, I you know, I, am going to be thrilled if we take the house and even more happy if we take the Senate, but I don't, I don't understand how these races are even close. I don't understand how anybody, I, I know you could be, you know, you could think, uh, you know, abortion's a sacrament. You could just, you could think that's the most important thing in the world. It doesn't matter. The abortion is legal. Abortion will become, you know, hell in these in these blue states. It's not going to affect you. It has no effect on you. We'll get to that Eric Swalwell uh, political ad, which is the the most insane, idiotic political ad I've ever seen. And he's trying to win over what abortion? Proponents in California? I mean, you've won. Don't worry about it. Abortion's legal until the kid's like 12 years old in board in California. They, they they have abortion tourist industry. They're encouraging people from other states from Idaho and Arizona to come there to to to, to kill their baby. That they, they're fine. No one has to worry about it. But I would say this is a pretty fair and honest reaction. Pretty fair and honest uh, referendum. On the Biden administration Joe Biden was home in bed, tucked in Probably having a chocolate chocolate chip In a waffle cone That's his That's his thing uh, But his wife went to the Eagles The Eagles game Is it the, no, was it the Eagles game? Yeah It was before the Eagles-Cowboys game
1: She's doing the E-L-G-L-E-S Eagles chant And oh, the crowd's booing her Eagle instead of chant. doing it
0: She's from Philadelphia. She's obviously Philadelphia is a deep blue place. They're going to vote in Philadelphia. They're going to vote for the uh, the Democrat governor Shapiro. They're going to vote for Fetterman. In other words, they're going to vote to continue the 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 uh, outbreak of violent crime. They're going to vote to continue the attacks in the street and the and the, and the destruction in the in the Wawas. I I am officially on November 8th. I'm done feeling bad for anybody in Philadelphia or New York or California. You get a chance to vote the bums out. If you don't, you get what you deserve. I'm going to sit back and enjoy it. I shouldn't say enjoy it. I'm going to sit back and say, you, you, you earned this. When I see these videos of old ladies getting mugged and stores getting destroyed, Um, this is what they're voting. They're voting to continue that. It's their choice. This is your free country for you. You're free to vote for that. But if you vote for Fetterman, if you vote for Shapiro, if you vote for all these hard left pro crime Democrats, you get what you deserve. But I'm going to say Dr. Jill was a little surprised. Here she is in her hometown showing up to root for her Eagles. And uh, listen to the reaction from a packed house before the uh, Eagles beat up on the Cowboys. Go ahead. pretty clear. She is sitting there pretending to, I don't know, spell out Eagles. Is that what she's doing? Yeah. And she's got a bunch of clowns around her who are trying to pretend that they're, that they're part of this crowd and they're big Eagles fans. And not only does she get booed, but that was a pretty clear F Joe Biden chant for for uh, for Dr. Jill. I, you know what? I pretty, I'm going to guess this pretty much uh, assures that Joe Biden will never appear at an Eagles game or a Cowboys game or a, or a Phillies game or any, I mean, he can't go any If you can't go to, you know, her hometown, uh, if, his, if his wife can't even go out in public without getting bombarded with F Joe Biden chants, they can't go anywhere. I mean, they can't, I mean, maybe Martha's Vineyard, maybe you can go to Martha's Vineyard and find a friendly crowd, but he can't go out in public for the next two and a half years, which is probably okay with him. He doesn't like, going out in public anyway. Uh, And you have this. This was a day after. Yeah, one day after the single worst optic for a president since perhaps, uh, or I guess Michael Dukakis obviously wasn't president. He was a candidate when he went in the tank. Sean Kerry was a candidate when he put on that space suit and looked like he was in a Woody Allen movie. Um, I can't think of a visual of a pre- maybe, maybe uh, George Bush when he posed in front of the mission accomplished banner on the uh, on the battleship after the initial assault on, uh, on Baghdad. That was a bad look. This is worse. Joe Biden, and, and I've, I've seen it like a dozen times. We talked about it yesterday. We played you the video yesterday. But not only does he say, does he say that uh, our country, our economy is strong as hell? when every economic indicator inc- uh, shows that we're in a recession, not only does he look just disinterested and, and uh, bored with the thought of the you know, people genuinely hurting because of all his economic policies, but he literally crunches on the waffle cone while the question's being asked and is chewing the cone and the, dub- and the chocolate chocolate chip while he's talking about the recession, which is costing the average American $34,000. And he says, Oh no, our economy's strong as hell. That is the ultimate Marie Antoinette moment. Let them eat cake. Hey, let him eat ice cream. And I'm not sure who allowed that. It almost looks like he got away from the, the his handlers. And you know, like he occasionally does just wanders off. Well, he's in Baskin Robbins. He wanders away and they ask a question, and he starts mumbling an answer. The audio's not good. We played it yesterday. I mean, you could show, you could show the video again because the video is so much better than the audio. Audio, he's just mumbling. But the video where he can't take a break from munching on his cone. And I heard, uh, again, we talked about this at length yesterday, but I heard uh, Jesse Waters to say that a, a grown man should only eat an ice cream cone on vacation. I agree with that. If you want an ice cream, because that's, you know, the highlight of your day, your Joe Biden, get a bowl, you know, get a cup, use a spoon. Look at him just, he looks like if you took the suit away, if he was just, you know, one of a casually dressed, you would say this is, uh, this is ice cream night at the sunshine home. He just has joy. He has this moment of joy where he bites the ice cream. And the, and it just so happens to be in the same moment, the reporters ask, what about the, the disastrous state of our economy? What about the recession you caused? Let me start off, off with two of words. Hours.
2: Made in America.
0: Our economy, our economy is strong. He's all by himself. How did that happen? He's not supposed to be by himself. I guess they were, they were there by the door of the secret service. So he wouldn't wander off in a traffic like he occasionally does. But look at the look on his face. It's like, who gives a damn about anybody else? I have chocolate, chocolate chip. I'm in heaven. I have this moment. It's like a dog getting a bone. Just this simple moment of visceral joy as he as he munches on his waffle cone, as people are trying to figure out, you know, how they can pay the mortgage or how they can put their kids through school, you know, how they can afford heating oil this winter. This buffoon in chief is is chump chopping on his waffle cone and saying, Oh no, our economy's strong as hell. Sure it is, strong as hell. Yeah. That's why people were so thrilled to see your your wretched uh, spouse at the Eagles game. You know what? I was rooting for the Cowboys because I picked them in the pool. I'm going to root against the Eagles. Eagles are undefeated. They're on a roll. They got a bunch of easy games. They're going to go like 12 and 0. If she's rooting for the Eagles and he's rooting for the Eagles, I think, I, I think I'm out on the Eagles. That's how I, you know, that's how I make my choices. But uh, all right, let's get to the uh, big news of the day, which is just <sighs> baffling to me. I am sitting here in Boston. I am about two, two miles from BU. I've, I've walked there before I walked to Fenway before. Uh, I'm pretty close. That means if this virus escapes their lab, that I'm going to, I'll be one of the first to die. Okay. So I'm a little, I have a vested interest in this story, but most people read this and are just baffled. I never really understood why the Wuhan lab was creating deadly viruses. I really never even understood really. And I, I know you research it, maybe for a bioweapon, if you're communist China and you're an evil dictatorship, maybe you think you'll use this on your own people if they, if they act up or you will use it on the, the Taiwanese when they take Taiwan in the next two years. But um, creating a virus that escapes and essentially kills six and a half million people around the world. I would say that's pretty irresponsible. I would say that's downright evil. And I understand that's China, that's communist China. They're evil. They have slaves. They have slaves doing doing hard labor, making stuff for Apple and Nike. But be you, you the United States. I mean, do are there... other. Are How is this even regulated? We have a story which answers some of the questions. We can play it. But I read this thing and then I read it again. I I, I Googled it and started reading other stories, but I'll just give you the the, the basics here from uh, the New York Post. Researchers at Boston University say they've developed a new COVID strain that has an 80% kill rate following a series of similar experiments first thought to have started the global pandemic that began in China. The variant, a combination of Omicron and the original virus in Wuhan, killed 80% of the mice it infected, the university said. When mice were only exposed to Omicron, they experienced mild symptoms. So even mice aren't really being affected by Omicron. The research was conducted by a team of scientists from Florida and Boston at the school's National Emerging Infectious Diseases Laboratories. We have one of those at BU, at BU, at Boston University, right over there by Fenway. They have a National Emerging Infectious Diseases Laboratory. You know what? Can I just say, I'm going to get out ahead of this and say, I want to eliminate all these and take my chances. They say they're researching these viruses, you know, so they can find out how they can stop them. I'll take my chances. Just stop creating viruses and killing mice. You know, let's just take, take a break from this until we're all done, you know, with the coronavirus. They extracted the spike protein from Omicron and attached it with the strain first detected at the onset of the pandemic that began in Wuhan. They documented how the mice reacted in mice while Omicron causes mild non-fatal infection. The Omicron-S carrying virus inflicts severe disease with mortality rate at 80%. Okay. Why the hell? Why, 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 why? I mean, again, if it were some lab in the middle of a, like an Island in the middle of an ocean or something, this is at BU in the middle of Boston at a school that created such geniuses as, uh, as AOC and, uh, and Howard Stern. (laughs) Uh, it's not a real school. It's a place kids from New York go who couldn't get into, you know, Harvard, or UMass, they go to BU. It's, it costs like 80,000 a year. It, it's, you know, it, it creates little socialists like, like AOC. It's, you know, nice, nice place, nice campus, inner city campus. Should they be messing around like this? Should they be putting us all in danger? I don't get it. Let's play that report from NBC Boston, which tries to answer some of my questions. Maybe, maybe it'll clear it all up for me. Why a bunch of, a bunch of, I mean, didn't they do the same thing in Wuhan? They created viruses to allegedly see how we were. And they killed six and a half million people, over a million Americans. Why are we messing with this? Maybe Maybe we'll get some answers. Let's listen to this report.
1: Okay, so there's some friction between the feds and Boston University researchers after a recent COVID study was published. You never want to hear that there's friction between researchers and the feds. Scientists were testing how to better fight the virus. Our Susan Tran joins us now to explain what they were looking into at BU and why, Susan, this is all raising some
3: eyebrows. Kind of because it was like this Frankenstein deal, right? Creating this virus. So let's dig in a little bit here. This morning, Boston University, though, says earlier publications that it created this new deadly COVID strain. They're misleading and untrue. So here's how it all started. The university's National Emerging Infectious Disease Lab has been studying the Omicron variant and the original strain. Now, they wanted to see if Omicron, while highly contagious, was still less likely to cause severe illness. So research researchers were working with this hybrid virus. The guys got his head on backwards. Protein of Omicron his headphones and attached in. it to the original strain, that <laughs> Frankenstein hybrid <laughs> version here. And in mice, they found that this new fused version killed 80% of the lab mice infected. But scientists do point out that 100% of the mice died of the original strain. So their conclusion it's not the Omicron spike protein itself that's causing how easily the virus is spreading, but other proteins. And BU researchers say finding those proteins will indeed help better diagnose and then treat COVID. The earlier reports say that the study caught the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases off guard here. The federal agency helps to fund BU's research, so you could see why there's the conflict and friction there. But BU contends that other local and federal organizations reviewed and approved this work. Susan Tram, NBU 10th.
0: This is I forgot you know this is funded by by Fauci of course this is funded by us by our taxpayers and if you're Fauci I mean this is your last gasp you're retiring in two months so he's hoping there's a lab leak so is everybody else so is you know Rachel Rochelle Lewinsky and uh, Joe Biden <laughs> and so is the, the they would love for this to get out. And then we have an emergency, a panic, state of emergency, lockdown, shut down. Let's do it all over again. That's, that's fine. I understand the COVID is the greatest thing that ever happened to Anthony Fauci and, and Burks and Walensky and, and his and Biden. grandkids. <laughs> I mean, right. This, this was, that was a dream for them. They they not only did they get all the power and the control, but they got rich and that's all going away. Now, most people are, are, are not taking it seriously anymore. Uh, the only people wearing masks are complete neurotic lunatics, which I, I encourage, by the way, I, I was traveling over the weekend. Most people in the airport, most people in, uh, on airplanes are not masked up, but the ones who are, you know, you, you look at them and you say, Oh, it's one of them. You know, it's, it's like, it's like the scarlet letter L for lunatic. I had a woman, across the aisle on my plane, coming back to Boston on, on, on Saturday night. And she had a mask and she had uh, a plastic, like whole face covering like, like Lloyd Austin. And I, she was kind of old and she was little old lady. So I kind of, I was going to take a picture and mock her on Twitter, but I felt bad because she was old and kind of, you know, she probably was really nervous about, about COVID, but, I didn't have the heart to tell her that plastic face shield, like the big uh, plexiglass things at the grocery store, do nothing. They, they prove they do nothing. What you're wearing there, Miss Mil- Ma'am, does nothing except show the world that you're an insane neurotic weirdo, which is good. Keep masking up. I encourage you. Plus, if you go to the gas station and you see someone with a mask, you know who to blame when you see the, when you cost, you know, $89 to fill up your tank, it's their fault. They, that's, those are the, uh, the Biden people who, who, who put us in this position. So anyway, any minute now there'll be a lab leak. If you missed, if you're just listening, we played the video as well as the audio on that news report and showed all the researchers with their little tubes or, you know, their test tubes and their are and the drops and their machine. And one of them, at his baseball hat on backwards and wearing headphones. So, you know, that guy, who knows, that guy could be the one who causes the lab leak. And we have a whole new epidemic, a whole new pandemic. And it, it'll begin right here in Boston, which is appropriate. Um, um, and, you know, probably, I don't know, the last one killed six and a half million people. This one's deadlier. So it'll probably kill, I don't know, 20, 30 million people, but hey, vouch you'll get on TV every, imagine if we have one of those and every day you have, Biden up there for an hour and a half, two hours like Trump with Fauci and Walensky and other infectious disease specialists. God, I can't do it. I can't do it. These people are just out of control. We they must be stopped. Shut that lab down. Imagine we have to listen to this buffoon every day. Talk about how to prevent spread of a virus. We can't have that. They have three more weeks to get this out there. Three more weeks to cause a state of emergency. We were always expecting that midterm variant. Maybe that's it. Maybe this is it. Maybe we're going to get we're gonna get hit with the midterm variant, and you have to lock down and stay in, and we'll have curfews all over again, and we'll arrest paddle boarders and kids in skate parks, and we'll shut down playgrounds. Can't wait. It worked so well the last time. You know, these people, it worked so well. Uh, anyway, that is the uh, latest from BU's uh, lab um and it's i'm sorry it's deadlier it's it's much much deadlier than the last one we always ask this last time we had a pandemic we knew early on we knew by april may of 2020 that it that it killed it targeted the elderly and the obese and the immunocompromised we knew it didn't affect children it didn't matter the power drunk people in power in 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 You know, in the White House, unfortunately, and uh, in every blue state governor, every blue state mayor used the opportunity, did not let the crisis go to waste and shut down everything and destroyed the economy. What if the next variant affects children and not the elderly? What if it particularly hurts children? Then what? I mean, they will literally, you won't be able to leave your house forever. It would, it'll be like China. They'll be locking everyone down in, in, in their buildings and people will be starving and eating their pets. I, 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 I shudder to think how these tyrants will react if we have an actual uh, virus that actually affects young people. I mean, the last one didn't and they forced them to get the vaccine. The last one didn't and they shut down schools for two years. What if it's an actual virus that does affect young people? I can't even fathom the the, the, the measures they will take, the out of control, in, in insane measures they will take to shut us all down. Well, let's hope these morons at BU fail in whatever they're trying to do. But all right, let us move on. I want to get to... Uh, I want, you know, let's do, let's do, uh, let's do uh, Stephen A. Smith because uh, if you missed it, Tom Brady kind of stepped in it. You know, it was of his own making. He went to Bob Kraft's wedding on Friday night in New York City with a couple of other active players, Devin McCourty and David Andrews for the Patriots. They won their game, so they didn't get second guessed. Tom Brady lost. He missed a practice. I mean, it was a walkthrough in a meeting. He flew separately to Pittsburgh with the team. They played the dreadful Pittsburgh Steelers. Tom probably thought, "No problem. I win the game. It's just another, it's just another uh, accommodation they make for a guy. The greatest player of all time was 45 years old. They give him 11 days off in training camp. That he's going to miss practice on some Wednesdays as he tries to, you know, take care of personal matters like getting divorced. Tom, by the way, in Pittsburgh." Was photographed without his wedding ring, and she's been photographed without her wedding ring. So it looks like it's over for those two kids. But Tom Brady uh, went to the party. You know, makes sense. He's got a great relationship with Bob Kraft. They, you know, were together for 20 years. He was invited to the wedding. He went. By the way, why were all the people the players invited like really good players? Like Randy Moss was a Patriot for what two years? Two two plus record setting Two years, uh, three, uh, three seasons. Yeah. I mean, you see them all, Richard Seymour and, uh, you know, uh, Brady Bledsoe, uh, just pro bowlers, hall of famers in some cases. Um, where was like the scrubs who played here for, you know, where was Max Lane? You know, why, why does, why, you know, is that how Bob craft invited the players who were really good players, not the players who were, who were here for a long time and loyal to him. There's so many, I have so many questions, but they're not important. They're, they're just, you know, gossipy questions. But anyway, Brady went, we saw the picture. He had a good time, partied with Bledsoe and, and others, went to Pittsburgh and lost to the crappy Steelers. And on the sideline, he threw a tantrum at his offensive line because he was getting beaten up and he wasn't didn't have the time to throw. They lost 20 to 18. They failed to convert a two-point conversion to tie at the end. It was a pretty disappointing loss there. Three and three in first place. They're 500. Things aren't going great in in uh, in uh, Tampa right now. But we've seen that before. I mean, we've seen him yell at his linemen a thousand times. We've seen him you know, throw tablets. We've seen him yell at coaches, yell at refs. He's got a temper. We've seen that for 20-something years. I didn't think it was that big a deal. I thought, unless one of the linemen turned around and said, hey, buddy, where were you at the team meeting yesterday? Where were you at the walkthrough, Tommy? Then it would have been a big deal. It was just Tom blowing off steam, yelling at linemen, yelling at teammates. He's done it a thousand times. I didn't know, watching it and then watching the reaction. By the way, the reaction, as I mentioned yesterday, I watched ESPN the next morning, Monday morning, and get up with Mike Greenberg and a bunch of gackling former players and coaches. They're all laughing at nothing. Uh, And they were killing Brady, killing him for going to the wedding and not being there with his team. I mean, these guys, some of them like Rex Ryan, they hate Brady. So they take the opportunity to beat him up any opportunity they can get. And it didn't cross my mind until... Whatever time this was after our show yesterday, Stephen A. Smith went on his show, went on his, you know, usual I don't know, unhinged rant. I didn't realize it was white privilege when Brady was, uh, you know, when people talked about Brady's tantrum on the sideline. But, hey, they don't pay uh, Stephen A. 13 million a year for nothing. He brings he brings some real insight here. Let's listen to Stephen A. Explain why. Brady, you know, gets a pass, which I don't get. He doesn't get a pass. But anyway, so let's listen to Stephen A. Find a way to inject race into this.
2: But I want to get to a bigger point before I pass it to you. Right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we need
0: to be consistent.
2: Was Tom Brady passionate or was he the angry white guy? Oh, geez. Because if that was somebody else doing what he was doing with his offensive line, I mean, we would have been talking about, if that was a black man, we would have been talking about his temper. We'd have been talking about the fact that he might not need to act like that with the cameras rolling. I had no problem with it whatsoever. If brothers ain't blocking for you, you 45 years old, you behind the center, and you getting smacked around, you damn right, you should get in the face. I have no issue with what Tom Brady did with them whatsoever. All I'm trying to say is that when a black quarterback does that, I don't want to hear nothing about it since nobody's saying anything about Tom Brady doing it. And I also don't want to hear about stuff being overblown. He went to Robbie Kraft's wedding on a Friday night. He missed the walkthrough, etc. They clearly are not on the same page. They don't seem to have everything right. in order. If this was somebody... Now, in that regard, there is a Tom Brady category that's separate and apart from everybody else. The anger part when he's getting on the offensive lineman, no, that's everybody should be lumped into there. But in terms of him missing a, a, a walkthrough uh, because he went to the wedding, damn it, that's Tom Brady. Well, I'm gonna that say this. I will forgive him for. I'm gonna say this: the answer to the question,
0: what, what, what? That's Tom Brady. I'll forgive him for. First of all, so if uh, it's I don't know uh, Russell Wilson, he stinks. By the way- he stinks by the way i'll, I'll let me uh, let me reiterate i'm not sure if bailey zappi is better than mac jones but i am sure he's better than russell wilson <laughs> <laughs> russell wilson makes 45 million a year and appears to be i don't know about going off a cliff but uh what did he he threw for 15 yards in the second half last night 15 <laughs> yards Terrible. they had uh, what do you have no first downs i believe uh, in the second half and they lost in overtime. He sucked. Do you see how visibly
1: uh, pissed off the offense is getting on the sideline now?
0: Yeah. I mean, he, he, he's, he does not look good. He's, uh, he looks like something's wrong. Maybe, maybe he's hurt. Who knows? But, uh, um, I'm looking at, uh, let me, let me, f- I'm looking at his uh, stats. He's 23rd in QB rating. In the NFL, with an eighty-three, five touchdowns, three picks, he has got five touchdowns. Um, but I mean, honest to God, I I I I couch it every time I talk about Stephen A. He makes thirteen million a year. He goes on these idiotic. He doesn't even believe what he's saying, but they pay him, and somehow he is. Uh, it's it, it works. I'll bet you he's wondering where his invitation was. Why he didn't get invited to Bob. Crow. He's pretty famous, you know. He's pretty cool, pretty hip. You're probably thinking, why didn't I get invited? But I don't know. Say it's Russell Wilson. Say it's uh, you know, Lamar Jackson. Are we really saying, oh, look at the angry black man? And who doesn't say, look at the angry white man? When Tom Brady's throwing a tantrum, people say, that's Tom again. His temper is uh, you know, on display again. Look at Tom. He can't control himself. He's, people have been saying that for 25 years. Somehow he's getting a pass because he's white. God, ESPN sucks. Honest to God, this is what they require. This is what they want. I imagine.
1: Be- I imagine he's getting a pass because he has seven Super Bowls and has proved it many, many times.
0: I mean, that's everyone understands. There are separate rules. The average QB doesn't get, uh, you know, get eleven days off in training camp. They they don't get Wednesdays off. They don't get special privileges. It comes with seven championships and being the greatest of all time. It, it that's the way it was with 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 Michael Jordan. That's the way it was with with the greatest player in in every sport. I'm sure it was that way with the uh, you know with Wayne Gretzky. they they uh, being the best ever has privileges. anyway, I, it does you don't it doesn't dawn on you till you listen to Stephen A that there's any racial element. He just finds a way to eject it in there because that's what they love at ESPN. All right, let's, let's move on. Let me do, uh, let me do Shay. And then we're going to get to the biggest a-hole in, 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 on TV, the biggest a-hole in entertainment late night. It's one of the late night comedians, quote unquote, I got to do that every time there's no one on late night. Who's uh, an actual comedian. They all suck. And this guy particularly sucks. But now we find out he's a real piece of garbage as a human being too. And, uh, we'll give you an update on that, uh, Trial in Waukesha. Daryl Brooks is out of control, uh, and uh, the judge just doesn't know what to do with him. She's like, "Put your clothes on, shut up, sit down," and he just won't listen. But uh, first, you ever want to behind the scenes look at Shake Concrete to see how the leading precast concrete company in New England does it? Well, now's your chance. We we went to uh, do this last year. It was a blast. They they're now. Uh, Presenting their precast days. Uh, This is a event at all their manufacturing plants. We can get a tour. You can learn about uh, precast, whether you're a uh, contractor, an engineer, a student, or just somebody interested in the field. You can show up at one of their precast concrete days. You can eat and drink and, last year they had uh, they had tacos this year they got big rig barbecue and cookie monster a bunch of food trucks it's just a great event they got it uh, at all their plants uh, on october 18th in nottingham new hampshire october 21st in wilmington mass october 25th in rochester new hampshire and the big one october 28th in amesbury their main plant come check out shake concrete learn how it's done get a hold get a look at the plant get a whole tour and have a cookie from Cookie Monster. You can learn more about the precast concrete days at shakeconcrete.com. We can't wait to see you there. All right, before I get to uh, before I get to uh, the, the biggest a-hole on TV, I am bracing for this. I'm not sure I can handle it though, Ironhead. There's a trend across England right now. And we show we we generally try to show you when these morons, these climate change cultists act up, you know, it happens here. Sometimes they lay down in traffic. Uh, we showed you the the two punks that threw tomato soup on a priceless Van Gogh and then glued themselves to the wall. I don't know how much time they'll spend in jail. I can de- guarantee you, it's a fraction of the time the average grandmother will spend in jail for taking a selfie uh, in the Capitol on January sixth. None of these pieces of crap will do any real time. That, you know, they they're they're protected. They're in the privileged class and they know it. Anyway. The latest trend when they're not trying to ruin priceless works of art or glue themselves to the floor of a, of a basketball game or a tennis match um, is to go into grocery stores, which, you know, grocery stores that provide people with the necessities, including milk. You know, mothers go in there, get milk for their kids, right? Well, they have to deal with absolute punks, brats, just little spoiled punks who are now going into grocery stores and dumping the milk out on the floor in protest of, I don't know, big dairy. As we know, cow farts cause the weather to change in the minds of these brainless cultists. So they're protesting milk. And I, I guess they feel good about themselves, that some you know janitor making minimum wage has to clean up their mess but does this work? Does this win over anybody? Does anyone look at this and say, "You know, we should stop uh, relying on big dairy. I should stop drinking milk and uh, using it, you know, on my cereal. I should find another way because of climate change." God, these people are just disgusting. The problem is, it started in England, and you know it's coming here. You know, it's probably coming to you know Boston, New England, you know, and 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 we'll have to deal with these morons. And they hold up their signs, stop big dairy, stop cows, you know, farms, plant-based future. God, I'd be so, if this were my child, my son, my daughter, I'd be so embarrassed. I'd be so disappointed. Look at these idiots. And then the people at the store try to stop them. And they say, oh, now we're doing it for the planet. I, I, I blame them, no question. But I blame the teachers and the professors who filled these, these minds full of mush. Who brainwashed these morons. They're no different than the Jonestown cult. It makes no sense. It doesn't serve any good. They're just, they're just dumb, moldable morons who professors took and convinced them that, you know, cows cause the weather to be warmer. And they have they're lost souls with no no meaning in their lives. And they follow them and say, Yeah, we have to stop milk dairy farms. Can we play? I don't know which one of this is. It's a trend across England. It's coming here, but just watch them and listen to them. I mean, honest to God, shouldn't they, you know, get a hobby, you know, go learn to you know, fish, play golf. I don't know. You're young. You could, you know, go out and run, try, try running a 5k or something. Get that blow off some steam. This is how you spend your energy going in there and, and destroying grocery stores. I have more respectful looters who steal stuff. At least they get something out of it. These guys, these punks, what do they get out of it? And you know, the system is rigged and they'll do like 10 minutes in jail. They should spend at least a month in jail to think about what they did, but they won't. Uh, do we have to some video of this? Uh a guy trying to buy some milk for his kids and he's got to step over, step in the mess and none of them will clean it up. None of them will pay you know, uh, reparations you know, they'll just go before some judge. I've got to save the planet. Would anyone have a problem if the cops came in and just whacked them? Not in the head, but like in the legs with the nightstick with the billy club, just whacked them. Right in the the back, in the back of the leg, right above the knee. Look at this guy. He's trying to get some milk and he's like reaching around them to find a bottle that they haven't dumped on the floor. Here comes the manager, or you know, some kind of look at the workers. They're looking at this, going, "I have oh God, I hate these people. Look at this girl, dumping this this little punk, dumping the milk out in front of the uh, manager or whatever it is. The, 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 the I don't know the deli manager. He's got his apron on. He's just trying to earn a living, and he's looking at it, going, "I have to." Clean Clean this up, you punk. I, if it comes here, if it comes here, I'm going to encourage people. If you see someone doing this, join the protest. Take a gallon of milk and dump it on their head. How's that? Is that a good reaction? Dump. Take a gallon of milk. Maybe. Uh, I was thinking more of salt. Uh, maybe chocolate milk. Like the buttermilk. Do they still the, have buttermilk? Yeah. it's take just, a ugh. gallon of buttermilk and dump it on their head. Or vinegar or something that will hurt. I, and, uh, and, and just, just and some, if there was, a, if there were a judge, if there were a judge, it was fair and honest and they would, part of the deal would be, you have to go clean that store up every night for the month. You have to go there when it closes at whatever, 10, 11 midnight, you have to clean the toilets. You have to clean to pick up the dirt, the, 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 the litter in the parking lot. That is your punishment. We will have someone watching you. If you don't do it right, we're going to make it and add another month. That should be the punishment. But they're coming here. The climate cultists are out of control. Well, the people that glue themselves to walls and shit, they don't
1: get hit enough. Because I swear, if, you, if they you, you know—they start gluing them, their hands to the wall and people start punching them in the face, I guarantee you they stop doing that.
0: Well, but if, uh, if you let them stay there, let them stay there. They're glued to the wall. Okay, stay there. You know, you have night security. It's a bunch of priceless works of art. The security guard can stand there and, and uh, make sure they don't do any damage. But they have to, if they're going to get their hand off the wall, they have to rip off the flesh. And by the way, we saw the two punks that use the, um, the tomato soup. How did they get in the, in the art gallery? How did they get in the museum there in, uh, in London? They have shirts on that say, like, save the planet or end fossil f- end oil. They have purple hair. They're somehow carrying tomato soup and glue with them. I mean, don't they look in their bag when you go in a museum like that? Um, How do they get that close to, to do that kind of damage? And if they are damaging a priceless work of art, that means it's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Don't they have to pay for the damage? Shouldn't that be, okay, you will have to do reparations. You owe us $5 million. If you're young, you'll have to pay Weekly or monthly for the rest of your life. That should be the punishment. I'm already sick of these people and they haven't even made it to the uh, United States yet. But they're coming. They're gonna start trashing the dairy section of grocery stores near you any day now. All right, let's I've been teasing this. It's got, my favorite story. The guns, guns gotta get it. You know what I mean? it be it's not what? gonna go
1: it's not gonna go good for them in the United States. A lot of places have guns. A lot of places have know. angry people. I mean,
0: you saw them uh, trash that Wawa store outside of Philadelphia. And by the way, as I predicted, Wawa is shutting it down and a couple other stores. They can't handle the crime, and again, people are okay with the crime because apparently they're going to vote for John Fetterman and Josh Shapiro, so they get what they deserve. They don't get a Wawa in their neighborhood because they can't stop committing crimes, looting, stealing. What, what else do you expect them to do? Just like Walgreens in San Francisco, just shut down and move out. Anyway, we'll uh, keep an eye on that. We'll let you know when that, uh, when those people, you know, those people who are trying to save the earth, uh, make it to the States and start trashing uh, grocery stores. But it's my favorite story of the day. I love when we find out, you know, what celebrities are really like, especially ones that put on this whole phony face with their, you know, smiles and giggles like, and I take credit for exposing Ellen a few years back. Uh, we 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 had a a friend who was a patient at the Jimmy Fund, Sam Thomas, who passed away. His last or one of his 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 final wishes. He was a big fan of Ellen because he was in treatment all the time, and Ellen was on the TV in the clinic. And he just wanted to go to the show. Well, the people in his hometown up in New Hampshire, they they raised money. They sent him to. L.A. to go sit and watch Ellen show live and uh, he just wanted to meet her and she said no can't be bothered she's pure evil she's an awful dreadful terrible human being after we reported that story she she walked by him like she was like 10 feet away and she wouldn't stop and shake his hand he had a bald head and he's sick and she couldn't be bothered because she couldn't use him so she didn't even say hi anyway the story started that story uh, picked up steam and people started telling stories about the real Ellen. And she was eventually driven, I believe off the air by stories of people of what it just a rotten human being. She is. Uh, it was all an act, the smiles, the dancing, the pretend, the giggling. She's just a really, really bad person. Anyway, we have another one. And uh, I haven't really watched his show too often. You see clips that go viral. He does that stupid car karaoke where they drive around and sing that fat load. James Corden is a terrible human being. And this is how, you know, this is the indicator, how he treats little people, waitresses and waiters. A, um, a restaurant in New York has banned him. Actually, we got an update. He's been unbanned, but he was originally banned. This is from the New York post. James Corden is no longer allowed to fill his guts At an acclaimed New York City restaurant, the late, late, late show host has been accused of boorish behavior by the owner of the posh Manhattan eatery, Baldazar, who dubbed him, quote, tiny cretin of a man and banned him from ever dining there again. He's the most abusive customer to my Baldazar servers since we opened 25 years ago, said Keith McAnally. In a scathing Instagram post, I don't often 86 a customer, but today I'm 86ing Corden. It did not make me laugh, he wrote. He accused Corden uh, of treating his servers poorly by demanding free items and yelling at them. According to the manager, the first run in happened in June. The funny man, the funny man, allegedly ate his main course by showing a server a hair. Quote, get us another round of drinks this second, Corden demanded, and also take care of all our drinks. This way I write any nasty reviews on Yelp or anything like that. Oh, I love the people who threaten to do that on Yelp. in October 9th, this would be the breaking point. Uh, Corden, um, he, has a, he has a segment on a show called Spill Your Guts. I didn't know that, but that's the why they said that. He called a server over to tell them that there was a little bit of egg white mixed in with the egg yolk in his wife's omelet. The restaurant remade his wife's omelet, but brought it to her with home fries instead of a salad. Who the hell has a salad with an omelet? That was enough for Mr. Corden to yell like crazy at the server. His wife? You can't do your job. You can't do your job. Maybe I should go into the kitchen and cook the omelet myself. Corden uh, behaved similarly in another restaurant, Cafe Luxembourg uh, he he's not responded to the post's inquiries he admitted having anger issues in the past he's been to a therapist well we got an update, unfortunately he apologized, I was hoping uh, he'd be banned for life uh, uh, there's an update from TMZ this morning uh, or late last night the band has been lifted. Corden called McAnally and apologized profusely. They had the whole uh, um, timeline of all his abusive behavior and his comments. Imagine a punk like this demanding free drinks or threatening to make a bad, uh, do a bad Yelp review. God, these people are repulsive. I think he's quitting the show by the way, because he's just can't handle the pressure. He's been into been therapy. It's just too much pressure to go on there and, suck off, uh, suck the toes of little of celebrities every night, but I don't think I've ever seen the show. I don't think I ever will see the show, but I quickly, let's get to one other thing before. Uh, do we have time for Daryl Brooks today? Yeah, we'll do it quick. Uh, this, I had to do this this morning because, uh, this just made me laugh out loud. If you missed it, there was a, um, a, uh, story. Let me get it up here a story from, was this the Post? Yeah, this is the New York Post as well, the best newspaper in America. Headline, air pollution is making women fat. So I'm sorry, Ironhead, you can't use this as an excuse. It it does not mention men. (laughs) This story says, it looks like all that water weight might actually be from the air. A new study suggests that long-term air pollution is linked to women gaining weight, particularly women in their 40s and 50s. Eureka Alert reported, observed uh, women who were exposed to poor air quality, particularly high levels of fine particles, such as nitrogen, dioxide, and ozone, had seen increases in their body size, according to the study author, Jean Wang, a researcher at the University of Michigan. The exposure to air pollution was tied to higher body fat, fat proportion, and lower lean mass for middle-aged women. Body fat increased by four and a half percent when exposed to uh, air pollution. The data had a mix of 1,600 white, black, and Chinese women, median age of 50, tracked them for eight years. Um I'm not sure why they didn't track men but you can't use this uh, air pollution. So I guess climate change is making women fat. I didn't know that but uh, that that's been reported. So it's not your fault ladies. It's not your fault. Uh Whoopi. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Uh,
1: what? It's not your fault. <laughs> this is Robin Williams comes into everyone's house to tell them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's not your fault. It's not your fault, Stacey Abrams. Uh, it's the, the air pollution. Uh, but anyway, It's climate change. Yeah. It's, cl- it's all that milk <laughs> that's causing your body fat. I, I know we've had this for a few days, but if you haven't been paying attention, uh, there's good news and bad news. Uh, um, Daryl Brooks, who murdered six injured, I think it was about 60 when he drove his SUV through the uh, Christmas parade in Waukesha, it was one of the most horrific stories. It was, you know, memory hold quickly because he's black and the victims were white, killed an eight year old child and, and injured a bunch of dancing grannies, literally a bunch of elderly women who dance uh, as part of the parade. Uh, again, you know, and he was, a, he was a, a racist. He was a black nationalist. Is uh, is his, 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 uh, his uh, social media posts showed what a racist deal. It didn't matter because again, we don't, we don't care about that. We move on. Just, uh, you know, just a car crash is one of the, uh, I forget what one of the wire services called it a car crash in Waukesha. He's on trial now. He fired his, uh, his lawyers because they wanted, I think they want to go for the insanity defense. I guess there was no, nothing else to, 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 to you know. maybe they should have, <laughs> A little late. Well, maybe it's not late, but uh, so he's defending himself. He's a complete moron, as you'd expect. He's uh, taking his clothes off in court. He's, he, he keeps defying the judge. He keeps getting sent out of court. The j- jury comes in. The jury has to leave. It's a circus. I'm not sure why you're allowed to do this. Just shut off his mic or put him in a cage, you know, like they do. They do in some countries, put him in a like they do with uh, Brittany Grinder which he goes before a judge. Put him in a cage, shut off his mic, hell, you know, uh, gag him if you have to, or put him in a separate room. They did that a couple of times. And he just goes on these insane rants, and the judge doesn't know what to do. Uh, we're looking right now at the guy on the stand who was a witness. They had the guy who brought him into his house and made him a sandwich because just- he came to the door and said he was homeless. <laughs> hadn't, he was watching football, hadn't watched the news about his whole town being terrorized by this monster. But how long do I don't even know how long does he get to go on for? How long does he get to rant and rave for before he gets convicted, put away? Uh, Unfortunately, he will not be put down much like uh, uh, much like uh, what's his face? Uh, Nicholas Cruz in Florida. He will not be executed because I don't know why we have the death penalty, but we don't use it on people who deserve it the most. But uh, do we have any of his uh, insane antics in the courtroom? Uh, Who do you mean by he? (laughs) yeah he says he doesn't uh, answer to the name Daryl Brooks anymore that's not his name and uh, it's just so I mean I don't I guess I guess he uh, just wants to go out in a blaze of glory he's going to get convicted he's going to get put away it's where he belongs in a cage for the rest of his life Um, you don't hear much from the the victims i haven't seen a whole lot of reports from the family of the six year old uh, the eight year old who was murdered again they don't they don't matter because you know they're white and he's black and they can't the media can't use it if it was the other way around it would be front page news in every major metropolitan newspaper but that's beside the point at least we got the guy and he's going away for life but before he goes he gets to put on a show let's uh, listen to the guy formerly known as daryl brooks I heard a
2: horn beeping and then a Ford Escape came through the um, parade route and you drove past me and wouldn't stop. And you continued driving into the parade route. Who is you? Uh, Daryl Brooks, the defendant seated at the table. Um, let the record reflect that I do not identify by that name, nor do I know anybody by that
0: name. is where he's got his suit on and his mask the good thing he's got his mask on but he's been shipped out of the courtroom the judge is just fed up doesn't know what to do um which guy' is this just another witness i think this is a i think this is a
1: police officer but i'm not positive it's a, it's definitely a witness but this was- police
0: officer who's gonna looks like zZ top guy man he's got a beard down to his belly button but hey whatever go ahead and play it
1: I'm trained to stop the threat. You are the threat. The vehicle is not. The, th- the vehicle was the weapon in which you used. So that is why I shot at you. There's the
0: you again. Pretty clever. Cool.
1: <laughs> there you
0: go with that you again. <laughs> and I guess he's seen a few episodes of Law and Order. He thinks he, he says, "I object, Your Honor," and he thinks he knows what he's doing. It's just so silly. Oh, I got an objection.
1: I watched. I watched yesterday for about an hour and a half. And he he, he objected a minimum 100 times. Every single question was objection. And he
0: doesn't even know what he's objecting to. It's just so stupid. And he doesn't even understand that you have to ask questions. You can't make statements and whatever. I don't know how long it goes on, but the jury will just, it'll take five minutes, they'll have lunch, and they'll convict him and he'll go away. And uh, unfortunately the whole thing will be just memory hold. It won't, you know, it won't be all about systemic racism or, or any of that. It'll just, it'll just go away. We'll be done with it. We're coming up on the anniversary. I believe it was in November that the parade uh, happened. And uh, Mm -hmm. it's one of the saddest damn stories you'll ever see, but uh, at least, at least he'll be going away. At least we will not be back on the streets um, at least it's not New York city where there's no cash bail and they'd let him go. But okay. anyway, we got to leave it there. Ironhead. I never got to, uh, um, Charles Barkley's another 10 year deal. And, and, uh, that's good. 10 year deal, 200 million. He, he deserves it.
1: He does. He's getting paid finally. Again. And I guess you can say goodbye to that live, uh, fantasy.
0: I guess that means he's not going to the live turn. Although who knows, Dar You know, Barkitt will do what he wants. You know, he can't. I'm sure he, he it's. He I'm sure that's in his
1: contract specifically for live. <laughs> like you cannot go
0: yeah, there. It's probably in his contract that he's not supposed to, you know, pick up hookers on the street corner either. But he does what he wants to do. That's uh, that's, <laughs> that's Chuck objection that's uh, hearsay. That's why he's so great at what he does. Uh, all I can say is, I was watching games over the weekend well, uh, on Sunday. Lots of games. Uh, uh, watching a red zone after the Patriots. And most of the color men suck because they have no balls. It was one point and I forget the actual guy because there's so many. And there was a roughing the passer. It was a really bad call. Another really bad call. And the play by play guy says, I think it might've been, I don't know it was Trent green or Charles Davis or one of the really terrible color. And the, and the play by play goes, what'd you think of that? And he just froze. He said nothing. Why are these people who are color commentators afraid to speak their mind when the guy most famous for speaking his mind just signed a $200 million deal? That's your job. That's what you're supposed to do. That's why Tony Romo is good. He speaks his mind. Sometimes it's a mess. Sometimes he doesn't make any sense. Sometimes maybe he had, uh, you know, too many uh, soda waters at lunch, but he's really good at it and he gets paid and he gets prime plum assignments. Why if you're Trent Green or Charles Davis or Adam Archuleta, are you afraid to say anything? When the guys who say things get paid. I'll never understand that. I will never ever understand that. But anyway, why did you make me do that? I was all done. I was all done. Had this under an hour. And you it's your fault. Oh, there's still anyway. more too. It's so funny. <laughs> I know I can't do it. I got to get this under an hour, but tomorrow we'll do it tomorrow. I had, we will leave it there from today. Thanks to anybody. Did you put up any uh, comments? I didn't even notice the whole time. You were putting up comments. Why don't you leave them there? There's nothing up there right now. Um, I'll put, uh, this one. We need stricter laws. Uh, I don't understand. Only thing a victim has said was I'm tired. I don't understand. What does that mean? On the, um, it's a it's a joke.
1: What? It was a joke about the car. See how he capitalized tire?
0: Oh, I d I didn't get it, I'm sorry. You'll have to explain those jokes to me. <laughs> anyway, that will do it. Thanks, Iron Hand. Thanks to everybody. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we will talk to you again tomorrow.
1: Here tonight, shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Losing my mind, am I
0: standing on the edge of the end of time? Am
1: I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Like the show? Leave a five star review on Apple and Spotify.